What up, everybody? Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 55. Um, today was pretty fun. Uh, it was just my brother, Spencer and David, and we just chatted about music. I had this idea to um, talk about bands or music that we don't listen to anymore and we kind of find cringy to listen to. Um, uh, but we used to listen to them a lot when we were younger or, you know, like 10 or so years ago. So it was a fun topic. It's a long podcast. Um, a topic towards the end of the podcast, um, I think it's around the hour mark or hour 10, is uh, we talked about what it's like sharing music and how that can be kind of frustrating because people don't get the exact same feeling that you do. And sometimes people like me need to shut up about the bands they talk about. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, before you listen to this podcast, if you want to get more out of it, maybe kind of relate to our opinions, is go listen to some bands or music that you haven't listened to in 10 years and don't ever like listening to anymore because you think they're childish or whatever it is. Whatever the reason is that you stop listening to that band, go and check out those bands. Um, some of the bands I listen, used to listen to, and I can still appreciate some of these, but I don't listen to them, is like Zebrahead, Newfound Glory, Finch, Rufio, The Used... There's tons of others, but anyway, and then we talk about other bands that we're into now and some of the bands we discovered through Apple Music or Spotify, so it's basically a whole podcast is about music, fun topic, and then the next episode will be about um, the good old what it's like to be, so uh, I gotta set that up, so uh, anyway, enjoy this episode all about music on the John Lyon Podcast, episode 55, peace, oh, and enjoy, <laughs> on that hand yeah that's casey that's casey's face oh it's his face wow i didn't know I there was noticed. a joke set list when they that. would print those out for the vip they had one show where it was a joke and everyone who got the set list it just said red hands every single song mm. anyway i'm sure that wouldn't be fun no <laughs> well because it's the inside joke that he doesn't like playing yeah, that song he, live yeah, that's why so the inside joke was that we're gonna put it on every single song that we're playing oh i get it yeah that'd be no good i wish i hadn't bought a ride that that was that big what Right. Oh, he's been looking at his drums I, I right the, now. I was looking at big one. Buying a ride. Like, talking about like a inches. toy Tacoma? Yeah. Should have got a smaller one. Spencer's appreciating or not appreciating his drum the set guy right guy now. kind of talked me into it at the guitar Ooh. center. I was like, oh, this sounds like a Did you idea. see that uh, announcement from Matt from Periphery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he left. Yeah, but Wait. he made it like this big old long oh, post like he was he like... Periphery? No, he left no. from Apex Drum. Oh, yeah, he's now, yeah, he's now on Pearl. That's what it was. But it was like a big old statement as if like he was like... Leaving yeah, Periphery, that's what I thought. And I was like... And as a professional... I mean, I think yeah. he's been Apex for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. I think it makes... And it, I, I bet you there was some kind of separation where it was like... Yeah. I don't know, personal feelings and he wanted to make sure it was all yeah. out there. Amicable, is that the word? Amicable. Amicable. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the video of that girl that fell in love with the ride? The um, like a roller ride? coaster ride thing. No. It is the creepiest. Thing she fell in, in love with a ride. She is in love with it. What and roller coaster is it? Is I don't it know, even the famous one. I think it's just like a swinging one. Honestly, just like, like a, a boat. A, make you sick. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a boat. And um, does she try to have sex with it? She does some creepy things to it. So like <laughs> during the winter when it's closed down, the park is closed down. It like shows her going up, and she gets underneath the ride, and she's just like staring at it, and she's all. <laughs> Why you smell so good? Wait, who's and then filming she her? She grabs this grease 
and then just wipes what? it on her face okay, and smells. I have her too many fingers. questions. It's staged. Did, awful. Did you? Is this a documentary? Yeah, it's it's one of those like stupid Facebook five minute documentary thing. Oh, so I'm but real. Awful. Like that old lady then, who plays Skyrim. Yeah, there's that one. But the weird one, weird part was, they interview the mom, and the mom's like, "Our family wasn't always dysfunctional." And I'm like. So you're admitting that your family's just messed up. Because my uh, the mom, she goes, she's making all these the dolls. She makes object. a bunch of dolls, and she goes, "You can never have too many dolls. It's better than having a bunch of dolls in in your bed than any man." I'm like, ugh. Well, yeah, weird. this is a messed up family. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the John Lyon podcast, everybody. This is episode fifty-five. Holy moly, Dang. it's getting up there. I know. Um, you know, I can get paid to do this now. Oh yeah. No, nah, this isn't like a anyone who's listening. You don't have to, but I haven't activated yet. But on Anchor, you can, you can pay for it. You can activate something where people pay you. It's like Patreon. You After yeah, you've done you enough, yeah, where they pay you for your content. There you go. But you need to get some good content. Exactly. Then. Or more, make more it, listeners. Make it valuable. Um. So today, David Lyons on. When's the hey, last time you were on? Was that when Carrie and Nick were on? Yeah. We were talking so. about homeless people asking for a bite of my taquito. Yeah, I'm sure we talked about that. <laughs> yeah, and then we talked about uh, a. Yeah. You had a homeless guy asking for a bite of tequila. Yes, so it was a couple of years ago, and we were we used to do soda runs all the time. And we all lived in Provo. Yeah, and I walk out with Down and like Joey and other people. Got a soda and I got those taquitos, and the guy doesn't ask me for, can I have your taquito? He's like, can I get a bite of your taquito? And I had like, that. <laughs> fight flight or freeze yeah. and i was like no you can just have it because i didn't say this to him i'm like i'm not putting that back in my mouth after yeah. you've taken a bite so i just gave him my other one because i had two yeah so I, maybe he meant something else can i <laughs> your little taquito <laughs> i was in when i back when i was younger i was getting a soda at the 7-eleven in reno valley and i came out and this bum he wanted to get some of my drink he's like let me get some of that drink and i was like you know he asked for first he asked me for some money and i was like stingy and i was like i don't have any money He's like, well, let me get some of that drink. And he had a container, and, and, and so I had to pour some of my <laughs> super big gulp, some of my super big gulp into his. Cause I couldn't say did no you, to that. I'm you, like, did you spill it? No, I just poured a little in for him. I was like, is that enough, man? And then I like left. But I was like, man, no, because we were joking like how <laughs> Gary was saying they're getting like really fo- forward now because they know a lot of people have like just money on them or credit start cards. Venmo, then That's what we said. Oh. No, we said like they're going to start having the square <laughs> thing yeah, on yeah. that. And then I made the here. joke that I'm like, the last question they're going to ask you is like, do you want your receipt? Yeah. <laughs> It's a tax write-off. Um, anyway, but... I remember one time I was at the gas station. I was smoking a cigarette. I think I was waiting for... I think Megan was getting something. And some dude was also smoking a cigarette, but he was in the corner. And he was like, he eyeballing was like, me. May I make eye contact? Yes. And then he made a certain gesture and then came up to me and asked me how much. What? And I don't know if I've ever been so pissed in my life. Like, you can't just do that. And, like, why would I ever do that? What did he ask for? A blowjob? Yeah. And he made the... Because he he's in the corner to, and he's did, like... <laughs> and he made the gesture. I'm like, nah. And then she comes up to my window. He's like, so how much? I was like, none. Get out of here, dude. How much for you to get? Yeah. Oh. How Wait, much you... would you like? Would you pay? Or does it work that way? No. So he was asking like nine hundred. Wait, he wanted I'll you pay to pay him. Yeah. If yeah. if he can do it to me. Oh. I suck your dick. Yeah, like exactly. Is that on that Boys in the Hood movie? I don't know. It's on Menace to Society. That's what it is. Oh yeah. man. Just like I was so pissed though. Like. How does that happen? Why does that happen? Where were you hanging out? I was actually at Marino Valley. But what, I got what gas station? I was in Anaheim once, and I, got, I was at a payphone. Anaheim's nice. Well, at least parts no, of No, I was in a bad one. So you're outside of the Disneyland area? Yeah, I wasn't even in Disneyland. I was like at some bad spot, and 
some I was talking to mom and dad on the payphone and some nasty lady came. You just dated like, yourself. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, well, it was a long time ago. It was been in the nineties and she was like telling me all the stuff she could do for me and I'm like, go away. Yeah. <laughs> trying to talk to mom and dad on the talk phone. Talk to mom and but it's all right. Like I was walking back to the hotel, I like a block down the road and she was like in an argument with a bush. You're like, no, no Uncle like, Remus. Yeah, I will was, not yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Spencer's on the podcast as well for people Hi. that hear that. Um so I thought, oh, fun fact first. Fun oh. fact. Last time I jacked up and I had to do two fun facts because the episode before that I forgot. Ooh. So I got this from Reddit, so I don't know how reliable it is. The link is to some article, independent. Um, it says J.R.R. Tolkien, Odo Frank, or Frank, the father of Anne Frank, and Adolf Hitler were all present as foot soldiers at the Battle of Somme, or Somme, the, in World War One. Huh. This is a fun fact. That yeah. weird. That's weird. Because I knew that Tolkien, from watching documentaries yeah. on Lord of the Rings, that he was in World War I, and that obviously shaped a lot of the crap that he wrote in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings with all the wars. I didn't know that Anne Frank's dad was there. Hmm. And then... Um, they on the same team? No, I don't think uh, so. They're all on the same battlefield. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, there you go. The Great War. Um, oh, so... Topic I uh, thought of for today, because uh, if anyone's heard me, David, or Spencer... Or would it be Spencer, David, and I? I think that's anyway. It. Uh, we're huge music people, but I thought it'd be fun yeah. to talk about music or bands that we don't listen to anymore mm. because for whatever reason we've outgrown it. So I said before the podcast today, I want you guys while you're at work, whatever you're doing, go back and listen to some bands that you have not listened to in years or just would never listen to. So yeah, I listened to a couple. Yeah, I listened to quite a few. Um. So just throw out, what are some bands that you guys... See, I couldn't even remember. Like, Yeah, I know. That's you were, weird. You were texting me, and then I was like, oh, I forgot about that band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I so here's some bands... Well, I have that... way more than you guys. Well, yeah. And I, we, we you discovered... guys only got what I filtered to you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So some of the bands, for anyone listening, I threw out that I used to listen to, but I don't really anymore. Now, some of these, we can, we'll get into this later, but some of these I can still appreciate, because obviously people kind of identify like music as like who they are, like what kind of music they listen to or what genres. And I can say that a lot of these bands or any bands you listen to when you're younger kind of shaped to what kind of stuff you live into, listen to nowadays. It's almost like a journey of your music um, history, yeah. if you would say. But some bands, I, I, I can still appreciate them, but I just don't, they're on shuffle mostly. They're not really like, I'm not going out and listen to them. So here's some ones I wrote down. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold. What? No, okay, I listened to their City of Evil album. That one's still good. Yeah, I, but I we'll get into this. Let me let me list some more. Oh, okay. Uh, Zebrahead, remember that one? No. There's just came out the album recently, like as or late as like 2011. Yeah, they don't have the no no the I think no no they had brand new. I thought they have a brand new one. Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, but they no, don't have the, the they don't have the, 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 the rapper guy. guy. No, they don't have they the have, singer. They have the rapper guy. Oh, the guy that sang the hooks. So then Corn, mm-hmm. but I didn't listen to that much. I only listened because you guys had you had yeah. the CDs. Uh, Newfound Glory, that was hard listening to. Yeah, that was rough. The greatest hits. It was like, I was like, wait, I know these song names, but I can't find the album they're from. And I didn't realize that when we were listening to them, we only like knew some of the songs from like their first two albums because yeah, I was it. looking at the year. Yeah. yeah. The, the one that I stopped listening to was, was like the second Catalyst album. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That was like the so third then album. I put the used on here, Rufio, and then Finch. What are some bands that you guys were listening well, to today? Yeah, I didn't listen to that that much i, I kind of feel bad i, I only listened to a couple really, songs i didn't really give it the time and day because like i, I put on newfound glory because you mentioned that one i was like, yeah sure and then it just became background music and i just didn't even pay attention to it because it was that bad yeah and it was just like i wasn't dissecting it 
And then I was like, okay, well, let's, let's go into the next one. And actually, uh, the starting line started playing. And I only listened to like one of their songs when I was younger. And I was like, yeah, this is awful. And it just was on, in, just on the background music. And I was just like, meh. And then so I listened to Melancholy. Same thing. Couldn't even understand it. So Melancholy is one of the bands I could still listen to. Not necessarily their newer stuff, but. I couldn't understand a damn word he was saying. Well, yeah, he's from, where they're from, Sweden? Yeah. 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 I don't speak English. So, what's some of the bands you listen to, Spencer? Today? Yeah. That you literally have not listened to in years because you just don't listen to them anymore or don't have interest in them anymore? Because so then you listen to a lot I, of older music. I mean, like, I, one of the, it's always weird because I like so many different kinds of music. I, you know, I, I would I argue that I like more different kinds of music than you guys do. So there's a lot to pick from that I of the, what I go through. So there's not a there's not a ton. It's it's kind of weird. I was trying to think why, but there's not a ton. But there's one stage of music that I'd never go back to, and that's new metal. And that's I was, and you and I was oh, yeah. big into that when that came that was out. Late nineties, early two thousands, right? No, it was yeah like mid nineties. Oh, that's when it happened. And then it came. Yeah, that's where it started. That's before yeah. my mission, and I loved that. I was big into. So it. for anyone who there was a, know, yeah, what bands are those? I listened to like Limp Biscuit today Korn, for a bit and Corn. Deftones. Those are the two. Well, Deftones, I don't. It's weird. Deftones. I still listen to them. It's that's. It's, no, that's I was just, I was just naming strange. off. Yeah, the, yeah. People from that genre. Yeah, just kind of that well, rap metal. Was Corn actually new metal? Yeah, they were like yeah. the Godfather. They were, okay, they call, consider the, the as far. Metal. Okay. Well, I wouldn't call them God. I'd well, I'd pretend I'd actually put Biohazard as one of the Godfathers, but they don't get the credit. But that mm. they were more of a because they rap. probably weren't as accessible, right? They were just. Well, they were Korn, before. Corn didn't get much uh, accessibility until like their third album, where they had more radio. Right, they had songs. Biohazard on tape. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. The guy was on fire. No, wait, that was Rage no, Against the Machine. It was just no. a fiery background I, yeah. with the Biohazard. So. Then you had a Biohazard flag. Yeah. In your room. They. It, I just kind of like the symbol, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was what it was. <laughs> like the band that much, but. Anyway, so that's one where like I never go back to, and I, but I tried listening to it today. The biscuit. Yeah, and it and it was only their first album. They got that one where they cover Faith from. Yeah, they became that big MTV band on the second one when they did like Nookie and all that stuff, yeah. and they kind of changed it. it. Was the first one I listened to that came off my mission, and like it wasn't. I mean, I didn't like hate it even listening to today. It was kind of nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it is what it is, and it, it, it's fine. I, I don't. But I was trying to think about because I, I listened a little bit of Newfound Glory mm-hmm. today too, just because you guys brought that one up, and and I can see why. It was liked for a while, yeah. But at the same time, it's super lame. It's yes. really bad. I mean, he, the, his hooks are there, yeah. And you're like, oh, and and it has enough aggression to where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I can see why you liked it, but I don't know why, because we kind of. Because I was like, I pop, listened to was that, that one pop that, punk? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. There's this YouTube guy I discovered recently. I only watched a few of his videos, but he has like histories of why did pop punk die? Was one of his, or how did these bands get big? And he talks about like Newfound Glory and like three or four other bands in there on the era that they're just not as big anymore. But like, why did they get big at that point? I can't remember the reasons why, but there's a lot of YouTube stuff. Newfound Glory was a bit of, they were a big Warped Tour band. I actually went to Warped Tour once and they headlined. I've actually never been to a Warped Tour. Is Warped Tour even a thing anymore? No, they're done. Last year. Last year was the last year. I only went like one year. It was free because Alien Ant Farm played, so I got them for free. So oh, yeah. I went. I was going to go back and listen to them. I was going to listen to them. The headline well. was like, it was like Newfound Glory and 311 and Rancid. Yeah. So it that that's the weirdest thing. I guess for me, as I was thinking about this topic, I was just, it, to me, it's like, why? That's what why I wanted are, to get into. Why it. are some of these bands, because it's weird. Like I can go back and I can listen to Iron Maiden anytime. Yeah, you know, when I'm in the mood for that, yeah, and I don't feel dumb. I don't, I don't feel like. But if I was like, I, I, I found Newfound Glory today. 
And even the biscuit, I turned it down when someone was at the gas station. I was listening for a second. I turned it down when someone walked by because I'm like, oh. Yeah, I had to, cl- I had to close my window on right, the, on right. the uh, computer because the video was playing. And I'm uh, like, uh-uh, dude, I can't have people knowing that. I right. And so I'm like, why can I go back and listen to something that, you know, was still an era thing? Like, I don't know. I'm just picking Iron Maiden out of certain, it. I guess certain bands still hold hold up well, to That's what day. I wanted to get into well, later on. I think... Why do certain bands stick with you and some don't? My guess on some of that, because I can go back and listen to some glam stuff here and there. Yeah. Uh, some. Yeah. But... And, like Def Leppard and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some I don't poison. mind some of that. Poison's one I know. I won't. Well, they were more but like... I really like them when I was... when so, Scorpion. Yeah, or Motley Crue. So one of, the th- one of the reasons I think for me that I have so many of these bands that I like is I was the oldest of the six and I didn't have any friends that were into they my my friend just listened to what I did. So none of my friends influenced my music. Yeah. Whereas I think that's pretty normal. You either have an older brother yeah. or an older sister or you have friends that are into it. And so you kind of gravitate to that sort of thing. And I didn't have anyone that cared that much. And so then I, I went through a lot of stuff trying stuff out. You know, you're just trying things on. And and also when you don't have older brothers like you guys did I have to listen to what's on the radio. Yeah. Know, we didn't have iTunes music and or Apple music or anything like the internet. So it was just kind of like whatever's on the radio is playing and maybe you'll see something, you know, I used to get up at middle of the night and watch Headbangers Ball when mom and dad wouldn't let go. me because they, they at least played things that weren't on the radio Yeah, and I could discover new bands and, and I was big into that. So there's a lot of stuff where before I, you know, I like, I listened to Poison. I liked it, man. I had that tape and I, and you know, I was listening to that. What song it's they bad, have? dude. It was like Fallen Angels. Well, which like one's, one uh, ones it, who's the lead singer of Poison? Didn't he have his own reality show for a while? He did. Like Brett Michaels? Yeah, yeah that's what it was. He was, like married. he was like dating Pamela Anderson for a while. I mean, Before or after Tommy Lee? I think it was before. Oh. But anyway, so there's a lot that I have. Like, I wouldn't listen to that. But it's just because you're going through it. You're feeling things out. You're trying yeah. to see what yeah. fits and what. And, and at the same time, a lot of this stuff that's on the radio is even though it was glam or whatever it was, it has a pop background kind mm-hmm. of. It has hooks that okay, yeah, anybody likes. Which was very yeah. 80s. Well, everybody likes that stuff anyway. That's why it's so popular. Yeah. And so it's easy to get into as a 10-year-old or, you know, I listen to Bon Jovi. I loved when that- Living on Prayer. Yeah, dude. I had that tape. Someone made it for me, dubbed it for me off a record, and I listened to it. So that was like when I got my first Walkman. No. Oh. So- Remember the CD players? That was like more our generation. Yeah. And like you had to get the anti-shock ones. They yeah. sucked. You couldn't the even listen to it. You couldn't and, even yeah, because if you slapped it, you could test it. Like, is this oh, good? Yeah. You'd slap it. When like, oh, it came out, you couldn't even listen to it in the car. Oh, because it would be bumpy? Just, yeah, it'd be so Awful. bad. I, imagine, I remember when I was like 15, I used to go jogging with yeah, those things. sucked. Or when I used to mow the lawn. I was big. I'd hide it under my shirt because it was so freaking huge. But Dude, I got a Walkman stolen once, like walking down the street, and I got jumped for it. For a Walkman. Can you imagine that? Yeah. I got jumped for an iPod. <laughs> an iPod, iPod at least yeah. is 300 yeah, bucks. Yeah, seriously. What is a Sony? It was a Sony. It's actually Dad's. <laughs> oh, he was probably pissed. No, he wasn't. He didn't even know it was gone. Oh, really? <laughs> I had a he, go... he caught and had so many Walkmans laying around in headphones. We had yeah. headphones. Head, no, but headphones he would know. Yeah, remember those headphones, little skinny Sony ones that went into your headphones? Yeah, those Like, are... we had, like... Ten sp- sets of those all the time. I used to spend good money on those. That and rechargeable batteries. Oh, yeah. man. What was the thing? You put them in the freezer and they last longer? Yeah, that's yeah. what I say. But I was always try. I had a set of char- rechargeable batteries and always had those things going. That's funny. So, Dave, did you have any, like, other detailed experiences of, like, listening to some other so bands? Like, Because I, I know you're – me and Spencer are more similar, like, where we can go listen to old stuff, whereas I always get the vibe that you're, like, yeah. X 
I, I'm not I listening to that crap on. anymore. Like, I move on. That's in the past, and I will yeah. never look at that. Like, you almost be, you almost feel ashamed to listen to the, some of the stuff that yeah. you used to listen to. Uh, Newfound Glory though was a little interesting hearing it again because it was like, because how old were you when came you back. started playing drums again? Mm, you were like twelve. Well, I was eight when I started. Remember you? Got, I, well, I heard that one song. That friend, my friend, my, my friends over you. Yeah. I remember that you guys used to play that. Yeah, yeah we played that, that so one. Th- so that one came back like super easy. Yeah. That one, like, and then also uh, dress to, to kill. kill. Yeah, that came. That I remember the music video. Like they're in a garage. Yeah, but we played those at a talent, a church talent show. Yeah, so that's why I remembered those ones. Um but Rufio was surprising to me because I still like the speed of it. It's fast. It's really fast. I remember we saw them open um, up for Melancholy. Yeah. And the ba- I saw this very vivid memory when I was like 15 when we went to that downtown Disney. Yeah. House of Blues not there anymore. But the, so their the, set list. the drummer's um, b- bass mic like fell into the drum. Yeah. Bounced it up yeah, and down. Yeah, it bounced. Yeah. Um, so they keep that momentum. Cheesy though. Very cheesy. Yeah, lyrics. I didn't know. I looked up because they always had little biographies on Spotify, and I didn't notice that they were from the Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, yeah. Um, really cheesy lyrics, uh, but fast, and that was kind of nice, I guess. It was like, all right, but yeah, Millencolon couldn't understand. See, I can still listen to Millencolon. I think it's because I learned bad. songs on the bass guitar, and that was my first concert ever. So I was like, kind of nostalgic. I, I could listen to them. If, like and, Penny Bitch Pioneers is like, and Home it's, from it's Home. Good. Those two albums are like solid. I don't now. I don't like go like on these binges where I listen to them. But if they come up on shuffle on my phone, mm-hmm. I'll totally listen to them in the car because they just have a lot of memories. Like Home from Home is a good album. The yeah. weird thing though is, is it's just a different time, I guess. Because think about what he was singing about. I mean, was he really singing about a scooter? No. Yeah, yeah it was a double on. Enta- is that the phrase? Double entendre? Yeah, or and then innuendo? And then the he, next one's about shopping. Well. I think they were writing in English the best they could. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I just but feel you like gotta you, th- you got to look at where they started. They were like oh, a skate punk pop, not pop, and, ska band. Was, and, yeah, Penny Bitch Pioneers is the one that put them on the map, but how many yeah. albums they had before that? Like three? Yeah. yeah three they or didn't. four? Yeah. But then you have like Newfound Glory that was talking about like friends a lot um, and also cheesy stuff. about Which you could, pop yeah. punk was also always very correlated with skating. Skating, Because yeah, Tony Hawk, exactly. pro skater, all that became a huge resurgence well, and I, in the I feel late like, 90s. I don't know. Uh, the whole pop punk scene to me was like geared towards younger children. Yeah. Um, going through girlfriend stuff or friends or random skating stuff. Like, you know, Mill and Colin to me was definitely for like skaters. Um, but I don't know. It was it was hard going through all that stuff. I didn't really care for it. Yeah, like so. Avenged Sevenfold. We brought up that earlier. Like that City of Evil album is really good, but it's funny. Because I remember talking to some people who liked that even like a couple years ago, and you could clearly see the fans who love the radio hits. But there's some freaking like gems on that album that are not ever played on the radio. Yeah, yeah. But it just album. shows you the fans who are like, oh, I like the hits, but I the they don't take the time to like dig deeper into the album like that. Oh, that song Sidewinder. Yeah. The opening, the bass drum, and then it goes into the acoustic at the very end. Yeah. And there's also the other song. I can't remember what it's called, but it has like literally sounds like Danny Elfman wrote the very last part. Oh yeah, that one. The orchestral stuff yeah. comes in. It was I don't anyway, that. but it's like that band was like that album came out and that came with like a resurgence of like very old school metal like Pantera because they're yeah. from are they from Texas? Who? Event Sevenfold. I think they're from California. Yeah, oh yeah, California. California yeah. 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 No, it's it's Pantera that's from Texas, right? Yeah. yeah. But that I, I like love listening to that stuff when I was like sixteen, seventeen, but. Um, I remember I got home from my mission. Their self-titled album came out, the white one. 
Yeah, that, and that was when I was just like, whatever. Good. Nah, that's I didn't no like good. that. So I just had an epiphany, maybe. But I feel like maybe the reason why we don't like certain music anymore is who they were geared towards in the first place. And I really do think pop punk was geared towards children. Children, uh, children or teenagers? No, no teenagers. Like a fourteen, well, a fourteen. To 18, you know, which is a chill, but like, child. You know, what, what? It, you didn't have forty-year-olds really like going, "Dude, this is the bee's knees." Um, oh, maybe forty-year-olds. Like, if you who think didn't about like the eighties uh, and glam metal, that wasn't geared towards children. Yeah, because a lot of their lyrics were like or sexual Iron, stuff. Right? Iron Maiden was not I, geared towards that, and maybe that's why it still holds true. Or Avenged Sevenfold was also <laughs> not for. 12-year-olds or 14-year-olds going through skating phases. Well, there, or... there's that. Part of it for me, I've kind of realized too, has to do with... I don't know if I can explain this. Well, it has to do with how how popular and trendy the band became as well. So that's a yeah. big part of it. I, I have so that like, written down, like Pride. Yeah. I don't like... Sometimes it, I, there's certain bands I don't like because everyone else well, likes Well, I them. feel Hipsters. dumb. Well, I, yeah, no. No, <laughs> here's the thing. Like I, I feel dumb going back and listening to like... Blink one eighty two, some of their MTV hits, yeah, like just rocking out to that in the car. I just, I'd feel dumb, but I can go right. back and listen. They had to fun some, music videos, but I can go back and listen to like from the same era, like Lagwagon or Pennywise yeah. or Rancid, because it just wasn't that. Because you don't have it, to go back in order to get gems. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm saying like I don't. I it's if it's if it became so big and popular at the mm-hmm. time, then I sh- I kind of shy away from it. That's kind of what I've noticed. You know, yeah. if it was if it was huge at that time. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. Although Iron Maiden is pretty big, but well, I, but for me, like I've talked to Dallin about it because we were homeschooled. Like I associate Blink One Eighty Two with high school, and that was a big band when I was in high school. And because I didn't go to school, there was a few people I will not name that whatever music they liked, I hated. So like Blink One Eighty Two didn't really care for them. Uh, Lincoln Park thought they sucked. Yeah. So there's a couple bands like it's just weird this that the- you form these opinions based on. What what for, obviously your friends are a huge influence on like what music you listen to, but there was just certain bands that because I did not like them because of certain people who listened to them that that kind of just stuck with it, and now I, I'll just never listen to those bands. But, yeah, I don't have that as much. A lot of it has sometimes it's kind of weird because you always want to be like everybody wants to have this band or this thing that's unique, yeah, that nobody else listens to. Well, so they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah. soon as it gets to a certain level, everyone's listening to it, they don't like it anymore. But like, yeah. it's like funny because they want to show everybody, like, check this out, it's awesome. But they don't want. They don't want to, want love it to be like, yeah, yeah they like, want to stay like small. Almost oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, like when I was watching the documentary about the '90s. Yeah, they had an interview with Pearl Jam, and they were like, "Yeah, we we play these festivals now, but we want to go back to playing smaller venues well, because they don't want to be as big as they were." Yeah, it's so it's like when you're sharing them. when you're sharing the bands, you're like, you want them to get them to a certain point where they're uh, like people know about them but like when they get too big you're like well and also for some people you know people that are into music they identify as you know with what they listen to yep you know there's that as part of their identity and so you know i like i'll bring up like i was a huge you okay dave no i just really i don't i wonder if my is my mic even on yeah oh there it is yeah okay you're not talking i'm not talking there you go (laughs) i saw a spike on the anyway go ahead so like in 94 I would say like, I, that's when I kind of found found corn, and so I was huge into that. I loved it. Like it, it started buying Adidas. <laughs> no, no, yes. but that was later. Yeah. Well, I think after you got from your mission, you had all on Adidas my mission. Stuff. I started buying a bunch of stuff, but well, they, they pronounce it Adidas. Yeah, and yeah. So England, but, and Europe. Well, but it, it checked off all these boxes for me, like as far as what I liked, because like I mentioned, like 
you're always finding you're always finding yourself through you know different groups and you know I listen to music that mom and dad would listen to some good old like, Alan Jackson well no no we listen like <laughs> no I like the Commodores oh. and like the Doobie Brothers Doobie Brothers is like, good yeah mm-hmm. and and so but I did always kind of like like I, be, I became a metalhead and was into that because when I was like eight I started listening to like Def Leppard because Uncle Shannon would like I got his hold his tapes and stuff. But I always kind of liked the hip hop as well. Like, there's mm-hmm. something about as rap came out that I did, I did enjoy. Like, dude, Breaking was like my favorite movie. I watched it like 27 times when I was a kid. <laughs> on VHS, Shaka Khan. Well, I mean, I, I didn't own it. Like, it, it, you didn't buy movies as much then. I just rented it and I'd watch it all the time. Yeah. And so I always liked those things. And so as those things merged, I really liked it. So that's why I, I kind of like the new metal a ton. Those things kind of came together. Yeah. Because I did like the Public Enemy number. No, Public Enemies. Well, I did that with Anthrax. Yep. And so, and that's Pretty why I nice. like kind of bio and stuff because it kind of had that that street edginess to it but it had the metal as well and so I liked it so when Corn when came out it was kind of all that they were playing seven string guitars it was unique it was deeper we tone, thought yeah. Fieldy was doing something cool but we realized he didn't know what he was doing actually <laughs> on bass you listen but, to the same like, yeah, albums now you know, like, I just think he's playing pulls. open the whole time yeah. and just hitting it's it just but slapping either way we thought it was kind of cool it was just different it was kind of dirty it was yeah. it was kind of dark they all had uh, dreadlocks yeah it was it was weird and so it, it hit all it checked all these boxes and I really loved it and when I came off my mission, they became the biggest band in the world. And that's when I was like, well, I don't like Well, anymore. when you came home, I remember <laughs> you had like... a you had a tape of their first single ever was Blind, yeah. right? Yeah. And we used to watch that and me and Dave would get in trouble. Yeah. Her mom listened to it. But then it wasn't until their... It wasn't right when I got home. No, it was... I told their... everybody in Australia, but I had to go check this band. They, they didn't exist What was your... Um, yeah. What was their second album? Freak on a Leash? Life is Peachy. Life is Peachy. Freak that, on a Leash, their third that's album. When it... That's where they blew up, and that's yeah. where they got video music, uh, music videos, and that's yeah. when they became and radio friendly. And then that's when I turned off of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went to that Family Values tour for that album. Just, you know, I saw like Freak Ice on a Cube and Limp Bizkit, because I was still kind of no, into no, no. it. Yeah, that was it. It wasn't Freak on a Leash. Yeah. Follow the Leader. Yeah, that's but that's the single. Okay, Freak so but Follow the Leader with a girl on yeah, the hill, yeah. that's their third album. That's and, the one that made him big. And then that was it for me. Like I would dabble when they'd bring out new albums. Like I'd check out a single here. That's oh, all right, but whatever. But when once it became that massive, I didn't want to have any part. Didn't want to have anything to do with it anymore. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So I've kind of noticed that now. So now as I've gotten older and I look back at bands that I still will tolerate or I'll still listen or I'll even enjoy, mm-hmm. sometimes if it got to that level. You backed out? Yeah. I just well, I remember like, eh. for us, me mean David's age was when we first, all of us discovered, I can't remember who discovered him first. It might have been you, but Coheed and Cambria. We yeah, used to I remember we the freaking, one of your yeah, coworkers. Right? We thought yeah. the singer was a girl. Yeah, I thought it was. We, said, chick, we had a burnt CD and so... There, as they've gotten, I don't, I didn't listen to their last, I listened to their last album that just came out a couple weeks ago. I, it was just the same old Coheed. This is Coheed. And then they play live and it's like, it's really, they freaking put on a great performance. But for some reason, they haven't, uh, I think the last album I liked was the one that came out was on my mission, which was, uh, oh, there's a guy on the front with dreadlocks. No idea. Mm-mm. World, the world tomorrow or something. Like no that. world for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That was the last album that I really liked. But, yeah, it's like we you, you you always tell everyone like, you heard about Coe, you heard about Coe, and like you think you're edgy because yeah. you like this guy who's got a very unique voice. They play yeah. longer songs, and then these same people who I didn't like, Lincoln Park, Blake One Eight Two Four. Guess what song they have the whole CD? They buy the CD and guess yeah. what? The only song they listen to. Well, first off, when Alien Affarm. No, when first off, when Alien Affarm came out, the only song they, these pe- kind of people would listen to is Smooth Criminal. Right. Well, that's yeah. normal, though. Yeah. I mean, that's why pop music is what it is. Yeah. And it serves a purpose. So then yeah. the other kind of, the same kind of people, the only song they would listen to 
which was on the radio was Favorite House Atlantic, which was that very poppy oh, yeah. 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 on their okay. second album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's like, and then they became big and then I kind of just, I mean, Welcome Home came out from their Good Apollo album. That song was nuts. Yeah. But then after that, I think for me- That was the last album I liked, honestly. Well, the thing is too is, I mean, obviously it's all about timing with your life. And when I, I honestly cannot remember what I listened to a lot right before I left on my mission. Because for anybody who doesn't know, when you go on a LDS mission, you don't listen to music for two years. At least I didn't. I did. So, yeah. Well, so then, M- like you, mom you, sent me my Walkman. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I didn't listen to it for. I didn't, I didn't. I had to catch up on stuff when I came home. And I remember when I came home, like heavy music was like, oh, I can't listen to this stuff. It's and, too heavy. So I cannot remember. Oh, I kind of fate what? <laughs> Just also when I was on my mission, some iconic albums came out. So it was which one? Uh, Enema from Tool, mm. Evil Empire from Rage Against the Machine. That's the one with the hockey guy in the front, right? Yeah. And the cape. Well, he looks like he's wearing a hockey jersey. No. It's yes, like it a is. girl. It's like a- No, it's a guy. No, it's not. Anyway, it is. It I'm going to pull up the album right Go now. Go for it. Keep going. Keep talking, though. Keep going. I think what else came out. That's the second tool. The second corn one came out, Live with Peachy, and the Snot. Weezer Pinkerton came out. Oh. Which um, everyone hated, but now they like, yeah, love it. When, but, did, when did Snot come out? Because that was new metal as well. Late 90s. That's one of the boxer on the front yeah. of the album, right? Dude, I listened to that album probably they were, they like were good musicians. eight months ago or something like that. I was like, this is actually pretty decent still. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, I was surprised. There's stuff in there. Like, I can still listen to any of the, uh, all the old Death Tone that's stuff. That's a girl. Yeah, that's a, that's a girl. It looks like a dude what? with a that's hockey a jersey, dude. man. It's, it's not just like, it's like a, it's like a like superhero, a superhero type thing. Yeah. It looks like a... You can't zoom in. If I were to, hey, wait, I'll do this. That's a dude. That's a dude. It's not a dude. I'll play it. I'm not going to, but just so that I can, there you go. Now the album cart art's bigger. Anyway, we're looking at the evil empire. Uh, Anyway, I'm just saying like, so it was kind of hard on the mission when all these things are coming out. Is it because it has tits? (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like a girl. Let me see this again. It's a feminine face. Anyway. Those are pecs though, not tits. It's evil empire, rage against machine album cover. Anyone wants to know. I always thought it was a dude. It looks like a dude to me. Anyway, I so you said a, a lot of lot of albums. Yeah, came so that was why it's hard on the it's mission. A transgender Sepultura. Uh, it's true. It is 2018. Uh, but that, that album was come two, out. That was 19. Oh, I saw an interview recently, like two years ago. It was yeah. a YouTube video that popped up. I think Foo, uh, Dave Grohl was on. Oh yeah, Foo Fighters, Color and Shape came out. I was on my mission. Like those are like all these are big albums that. Yeah. Well, Dave Grohl was on. I think that British guy who's got a talk show. He always does the karaoke. James Corbin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a girl who's a model or singer. She's from Brazil, and she's like, "Oh, do you like any music from Brazil?" And he brought up Sepultura. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, they're Brazilian. They're freaking heavy music or something like that." Um, no, but I, I was thinking about today. Like, there was like that year or so before I left that I can't really recall what I listened to, mostly because I was dating my first girlfriend and she got me into a lot of stuff. But I was into bands like Weezer. Billy, Billy Talent. Listen to Weezer. I did like Make Believe, huh? Yeah, Billy Talent. Um. I listened to remember, if I can remember Muse, man. Muse is big before I left. Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, when's the last time you guys listened to Muse? Uh, I dropped Knights out. Too, Knights I, of Sidonia. Too big, right? No, too big now. So well, yeah, too, they changed. Well, their and sound you also realize that they ripped that out from the Pixies. Uh, well, there's a Pixies cover, but I mean, Pixies were doing a cover, but so the last album I purchased from Muse was The Resistance in 2009 when I got home. That's when they started going declining in my part like, opinion. Like they started getting more electronic. I got the second law that came out in 2012. That someone gave me that album. I think down on iTunes. Is, was it when? Is, was it because they were on Twilight? No, I don't know. 
That could have been while they went down. No, no but I don't no, want to. Radiohead was on Twilight. Do we want to? Do we want to ruin this amazing. for everybody? Because what was their most famous song when they first came out? I remember listening to it on the way to an Alien Afro concert. Time is running out. Yeah, time is running out. Yeah. I don't. Know if I Absolution wanna... was a good album. Yeah, but time is running out. Oh, you could talk about the breathing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> if anyone who wants to ruin the song for themselves, if you want to go listen to that whole album, any muse. Well, yeah, any, yeah, it is any. Muse. No, I think they it. cleared it up as they got bigger. Yeah, no, but I'm pretty sure it was uh, on the black but, holes as well. Before he sings, the singer on Muse, before he sings every new sentence or lyric, he goes. <gasps> Yeah. And you don't notice it when you're listening to it, but when someone points it out to you, it's bad. it you ruins the rest of the day. cannot unhear it. Song for you. Anyway, my point is, is I can't really remember what I was listening to because big, some pretty big albums that you guys still listen to or Spencer listens to came out right before I left, like Thrice's Vihisu. Yeah, which yeah. I tapped out on a lot of these because I was people like, did, that was their best one almost. A lot that of people tapped out there after our salmons, but that was good. Yeah, but so when I'm just. When did uh, the Alchemy Index come out? Were you on your mission? Yep. Man, that was good. So oh, that's wait. what I'm saying. Alchemy in, uh, Index was uh, my favorite, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that's where they do all the elements, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I so it was a smart idea. It was just uh, interesting because, like, I had a lot of stuff I listened to when I was younger, which is mostly me and Dave mostly listened to what Spencer listened to or some other stuff. Green Day. Oh yeah, Dave's big band was Green Day. Was yeah. he loved Green I was, Day? I was a child. Yeah, because he liked the album cover Dookie. Yeah, but I I listened to it all the time. You used to have a uh, a videotape of uh, one of their live performances. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they would spit in each other's mouths. And they, yeah, and I used to. Yeah, that was like I, one of my first. I used con- to push like play real concerts on it like, all the time. Really? Yeah. I liked Green Day. But yeah, sorry, I was just I, I was thinking about my own tape when you do the whole uh, push record and yeah. play at the same time. Yeah. Record called and then it. Yeah, and record, yeah. Record on the tape, yeah. But I was just thinking, I was like, I can't. The only band I really remember loving before my mission was Billy Talent. And I can remember where I was at when me and Dave discovered that band. We were at home because we were homeschooled watching Fuse because Fuse is the new, better MTV. And this song, Try Honesty, comes on. We're like, this song is freaking good. And then we didn't have- You guys found that one? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have jobs though. So we're like, hey, Spencer, you should go. You should, yeah, Fuse. Yeah, Uh, did you say that? Yeah, I said that. (laughs) Because I said it was- I said- Wake up. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I said it was the better MTV because they actually played music videos. And I remember we didn't have jobs because I was, I would have been like 16. So I was like, hey, Dave, Spencer, you should go buy this album. And you probably went and bought it. Right. Because I remember you were hanging out with Eric Melville and you uh, were blasting in the car when you lived in the apartments off Cottonwood. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing is that you had to go out and buy it and trust us because you couldn't I go. I did it all the time though. I would you do couldn't, that. You can't, you, you, like on iTunes, which only came out maybe two, three years later after that, you could preview the songs. Yeah. You used to be able to go into uh, like Blockbuster Music and-, and Oh, and you pop the CD in, right? They'd, let, they'd open it up for you. That's fun. And then they put the headphones on? Yeah. I used to go listen to like the old, this old Meshuga album that I didn't have any money for, but I just listened to it there. That's a crazy one, Meshuga. Yeah. Like how long they've been like around and- Oh, you, like, cause when you like, or even Sixth, their first album, like you sounds like crazy crap that you would come out with now. now. But then you look at the year of their first album, it says 2003. Dude, Meshuggah's like 93, 90, 93. late, early and 90s. And like and Spencer put it on, uh, what was it, a couple months ago. Yeah, you thought it was, it was new stuff? No, I didn't think it was new, but I was just like- Surprised that- just Surprised like somebody was actually really doing this back then. Yeah. So yeah, crazy. Billy Talent was the only band I remember- distinctively like loving before I left and then the second album came out and that's one of the I could still listen to Billy Talent their newer <laughs> albums aren't as great but number one and number two is probably like I could say that's like the first albums where I, I literally liked every song on the album but I actually just thought of something Dave this is not really a random tangent what's the first CD you remember purchasing 
So I'll tell mine, and maybe <laughs> I have a funny one. I have a funny one too. Is it? Am I thinking the same one? I don't know because Spencer used to get the. Okay, so Spencer used to get these catalogs <laughs> yeah. where you could pay like a, a dollar, and you get like like ten CDs. They just come in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Like Columbia and I, DMG. This is when I was first discovering myself. So I would have been like ten, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I freaking decide because our cousin was listening <laughs> to it. I decided to buy Backstreet, <laughs> Backstreet oh, yeah, Boys. I remember that. That was your one. <laughs> yeah, because you let you, he bought that together one. No, okay, no, that was later. I bought Bush. I know. I'm not saying it was your first one, no, but I remember but, you. No, bought, no, my first one all, was Bush. Yeah, because you told me that those, it might be good. What do you call those grievances? <laughs> things we've done in the past. They're just trans, past transgressions. No, but together, <laughs> yeah, that one. one that I was bought more with my joke. own money. Yeah, you did. Twenty dollars. You know yeah. where you bought it. Music Warehouse Music off Warehouse. of Sunny Mead in yeah, Valley warehouse. across the street from well, CJ's Music. because they were expensive, dude. No, yeah. I remember going in there and Dave was like, I want that. And it was like on the top shelf, yeah, I, mean, I think. What's the matter with you, dude? And it was $25 well, for MTV one thing. CD. It was funny. Yeah, but... Oh, wait, wait, what was it again? Like, so it's together. Yeah, yeah it was like a making fun of the making, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Remember that? And in sync, yeah. yeah. And the in the, the kid died. Yeah, the, the kid died in real life. And they he actually wrote, had that disease. They wrote that disease into his character, and he actually oh, died from that disease in real life. That. But that was a. It was a. It was called Together, and had the yeah. number two, and it was a parody on boy bands. like boy bands, yeah. and it was actually really funny. It was. And it wasn't Chris Farley's his brother. brother. In yeah. It? Uh-huh. That's right. Anyway, so my grievance would be like, or past transgressions, I bought Backstreet Boys. Because I remember you were telling me, like, that's the album you want to buy? Because you had it to where you, <laughs> yeah. it, it was a deal like where you, you paid a certain amount that's of money. You, yeah. you were gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So uh, that's all right. that was like the that was like the thing where you buy ten CDs, and yeah. that was where you were nice. Like you let me, David, and Carrie pick one CD because you can. couldn't those. find anything. Yeah, they never had anything that great. Yeah, that I, I got liked. Bush, but I didn't know who the hell they were. You you just told me. Oh, my. would Bush be considered like later grunge? Yeah, it was. And they that he dated Gwen Stefani for they were, married. No, they were, they were married. married. Not anymore though, right? No, she's no. too good for. I him. met him. You did? Yeah, he was at the studio once when Ant Farm was recording like a later album. And I like went through it. No, after that. Oh, in the attic. They were up in the attic. Yeah, they were at the same studio though. And I went there, and he was hanging out doing another. He was doing his own mixing. He was really quiet. He was just kind of chill. Like he was. Whatever. You see, met like Dave Grohl though. I met Dave Grohl at, at the Seven Eleven. Right. Yeah. He was super nice. Uh, too bad it wasn't Circle K because then you could use the yeah. Bill and Ted's voice line. This is before freaking cameras. Uh, we didn't have a, something is a foot at Circle K. Oh, God. nobody had a cell camera, a cell phone camera. We didn't. Oh yeah, funny. so I want to take you, your word for it. Well, I don't know about that. It just would be kind of cool to have. But yeah. I don't like to bug. I wouldn't want to bug people. Because I met yeah. other guys from like Pantera and Slayer. I didn't have a camera either. Yeah. Oh, is that when you got backstage yeah, yeah. with Kyle yeah, Turley? Yeah. That's another thing I wanted to talk about real quick is when you're, especially when you're a teenager, because you, kind of, you kind of talked about how like it's your identity. Right. Well, we had you as an older brother and you had this unique experience where you got to know Alien and Farm before they were big and you go right. to the recording studio. But remember when they were filming, not filming, they were recording Anthology. Yeah, yeah. And on their album was a song called Happy Death or just called Death Day yeah. and they wanted a section where a bunch of kids saying happy death day to you now I know you're flying in the blue yeah. so it's Spencer and then your friend Monty had yeah. his nieces and nephews and we all drove down to LA I would have been like 15 you would have been how old Dave? Uh, 12 12 and they recorded it and they had Dryden the singer like getting all the kids to sing and I remember them like giving us Dr. Peppers yeah. and like drinks and we were in their studio and then I remember a lady was walking around and she wrote down every kid's name because they were going to put it on the yeah. album and I guess it sucked and they never put it but that's what sucked about it being a nobody sucked. believes me exactly about oh, really? exactly nobody does especially when you'd go Th- back to that, like that album sold like four million copies I'll, yeah I still like, tell people to this day and nobody believes me yeah <laughs> the fact yeah. that it, why it, is it so be, because it didn't actually it didn't, it didn't get on there yeah and people say and prove it okay nowadays it's kind of weird that people don't believe you because you're older but especially 
people didn't believe you even more when you were actually 15 because uh, people make up crap all the time when they're 15 years I old, know. especially to those one friends who like Linkin Park. So yeah, I was like yeah. my in like, well, I got to go to a recording studio and like no one believes you. Yeah. I, it's I like, got what the hell, man. on the album. Yeah. <laughs> Not really because no, it didn't happen no, didn't. because it didn't go through. Oh, that's yeah. funny. So I yeah, guess the producer either... cut it out or something just said, nah, it seemed a little bit more. Yeah. More, more He's like, let's do more smooth <laughs> criminal. Yeah. Well, yeah. In their career. Um, wow. So, uh, wow. does anyone out there have like specific reasons of like you can pinpoint, like, David, I want to get in your head for a bit. Oof. Why? Because. I'm not going to call you any names, but people on the outside could call you a music snob as far as like... Well, I'd say we're all music snobs in some sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, like why... I'm more accepting. Yeah. And I'm a little bit in between both of you, but like Dave, why do you think like... Because you play very technical music and you enjoy very technical music. Like one band for anyone who wants to know what kind of music David likes, it's a instrumental band called Animals as Leaders. I they like just, that band. They just have two guitarists and a drummer. That's it. But they're eight string guitarists. The best drummer in the world. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Matt Gartska. Yeah. And he, we were uh, just talking about that last night. Yeah. He uh he went to Berkeley School of Music. Mm-hmm. So uh you are into very technical music, and we always have these debates with you. Or you you just can't get into like very what would you call it simple music, which I can't either sometimes. But yeah, I've been listening to the band Spender Show Me Ghost, and that's pretty straightforward music, but it's freaking good. But I, can, I wouldn't go. I can get into some ghosts. But I wouldn't get. I wouldn't go to another band that's like straightforward. That's like rock music. I'm just like, eh. I don't know. I. That's. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> that's a. That's a hard question. Um, I think because you're more so like anti. Like no, I will never listen to that stuff again. Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, that's like in the past, and I have no problem moving forward. Yeah. Um, on to the next thing. Um, I think, oftentimes. I would say when it goes to older, when it comes to older music. When you were like, stuff you were listening to when you were like 12. Yeah. Like, what's the reason why it was made was, you know, I think that that has a lot to do with it. I mean, obviously it wasn't, maybe for them at the time it was really well thought out, but it doesn't hold true to this day. It's, it's not the same. It's, it's, it's been repeated too many times already. Yeah. I mean, you can compare any. It wasn't really original when it came out. It wasn't. Not at all. And they just made. They took punk music, but made it more poppy. Yeah, more but they weren't the first more, ones to do it. They weren't the first ones to no, do it at all. They got. They were just because they had that, they did those cover songs. Oh yeah, yeah that was that a whole album of. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You're like, oh, this yeah. is kind of fun. And that's oh, yeah, never ending story. Never, yeah, yeah exactly. it was kind of fun. They were doing the '80s. Yeah, you know, movies and stuff. Yeah, I actually talked to my boss about this the other day. Um, he saw the Queen movie. Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and um, they, they. I guess they said no one's going to listen to a six-minute-long song. Uh, oh, yeah. In the, in the movie, that's what they say. Oh, Mike Myers and, says that. Yeah. He's in the movie as a producer all this makeup and wigs. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And then he's and like, no one's, he's like, no one's going to rock out to it in the car, which is funny. And then he find Wayne's World. He basically winked yeah. the camera almost because yeah. it was breaking the fourth wall of like, yeah. he did it in, in Wayne's World. Because yeah. I think that's, they, they say that that was another resurgence of popularity well, for Queen it, well, was yeah. Wayne's World. It was 100% the resurgence because I never even heard heard of that song until Wayne's World came out. Really? So that's, yeah, so I think I, it was weird thing is my yeah. boss said the same thing. And I think, I mean, it may have been an age thing for me. I mean, I knew Queen was because I was like, another one that bites the dust was a yeah. big yeah, yeah. in the 80s and stuff. But like, it was when Wayne's World came out, I liked Wayne's World because that was funny. It was Saturday Night Live and whatnot. So I we went and saw the movie. Mm-hmm. That part was weird to me. Like, what the hell is this weird song they're singing? Like it, the joke <laughs> went over my head. Yeah. But it became iconic. And then think they also Way made, uh... brought back the song where it became mainstream. But I don't, I, from my experience, 
that song was not not mainstream that I knew of at all. Yeah, you sure? Because they played when did Wayne's World never come heard out? it early nineties. Yeah, but they played. Didn't they play well, Bohemian Rhapsody at their biggest concert ever, Live yeah. Aid in eighty? Probably, but oh, yeah, I wasn't definitely. a Queen fan and I was a little bit older. Oh, I see. So it, it may have been a generational thing where I just missed it. Yeah. But like it wasn't like I knew songs like Stairway to Heaven and some of the old songs. That Is were that iconic. another one that got big again? Maybe you think from no, the that's joke just that a, that one. I feel like everyone just knew it. it's always uh, kind of been. And that's why maybe. they made the joke. Like, but I don't. I was not familiar with Bohemian Rhapsody until Wayne's World came out. That's crazy. So, so you were saying with your boss and the Queen. Yeah, and he's like, "Isn't that crazy?" I was like, "Yeah, that is crazy. That won't happen ever again, really." What? And he, six minute long song that gets that big, and I was like, "I mean, not that it's not going to happen again." He's like, "Well, well why is that?" And I said. Because look, listen to the stuff that's on the radio. Yeah. We found the formula. Talking about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today. <clears throat> yeah. Like we've found the formula to get people um, to pay us money. Well, yeah. a, Which they is, actually did a college recently where a computer, they figured out an algorithm and they could determine by, they put certain pop songs into this mm-hmm. computer and the computer could determine if it was going to be a pop hit or not yeah. with pretty good accuracy. Yeah. By the structure of the song. Yeah, and, exactly. and, and now and they would look at, I mean, they would look at how the song tracks yeah. so they knew how, what the answer would be and the computer could identify. Yes. You know, well, that's why pop music now, now, there's like 10 writers for one song. Well, and now we're going tor- turning towards, you know, data. What tells us what's going to be the hit song. I mean, I, I remember oh, yeah. when Katy Perry came out with one of her songs, um, it was a huge hit, and they decided, uh, because of data, showed that it was because of the woes in her chorus. Right, right. And so after that... because oh, people could sing along to it. Yeah, so after that, the next four hits, not of Katy Perry, but uh, from other artists, was... A, the lyric woe? Woe, basically, that was in the chorus. And so we've found this formula, and we, we're we not going to branch out anytime soon. It's yeah. not going to happen. I mean... And, the more I listen to the radio, which is – it is rare, but if the radio is on, I'm hearing one out of – I'm going to say one of, out of every other song is the four-chord song, and it's unbelievable. Four-chord? Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable that it's not stopping, and it's like nobody's catching on to this. That, How is this a thing? And so, no, I don't think that we're, we're ever going to go back to the – well, the other thing, but that's pop music though, and it's always been like that. It, yeah. You're talking about like Katy Perry. That's yeah. massive. We're not. I mean, so you know, you going to go back to even like the '90s and some of the bands that that were around. They weren't. They weren't as big as like Madonna. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I don't think you can necessarily. Because pop music has always been up, above, yeah, and it's always the been the one, echelon. Yeah, it's always been the most listened to. It's always been yeah. the ones on the radio, and that's that's always going to be the case. So I don't. I mean, but I think even before, let's say, like take the seventies. I mean, I was I, seventies or even. Oh, you're talking about people playing eights. long songs? Um, no, I, like pop. How pop was? Uh, they weren't using the four chords in every. Well, well, what pop stuff was in the seventies? Well, I wasn't I, there. I don't know. I mean, you have Journey, who was late seventies. That wouldn't have been pop. There, it didn't start getting poppy till eighties. And then again, it wasn't considered. It wouldn't have been pop. It would have been like a yeah. rock. Yeah, like rock, it's different. Right. So it wouldn't have been like Michael Jackson. But even and Michael even Jackson, other genres been... outside of pop are doing it. I mean, you have country that does it. You have rock that still does it. The I four mean, chord, Nick, Nickelback. Oh, uh, I mean, it, I'm even, glad we never so, got into that one. Or like, I mean, and I, I would say rock has definitely done it uh, in the '90s. Um, for sure, the four chord song. But then but the thing, though, is even though they were doing the four chord song, got into it. Yeah, but even though in the '90s, because I was watching that documentary about that was like the last generation of like really innovative stuff. Even though they were doing simple music, they were still coming up with genres that had never been heard of, like the yeah. whole grunge scene. They weren't trying to be 
this is our new scene. This is the new yeah. uh, era of music. But it was pretty straightforward music. It was just because they were able to take that simple structure mm-hmm. and do something weird with it that had never been done before. But so, now... Yeah, I don't know. It's like Queen, they just kind of did whatever they, they wanted to do, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden we got into this weird thing where everybody's like doing the same thing over and over and over again. So anything in that time period for me is, that's probably why I don't go back often because it's kind of like, it's just. Do you feel ashamed that you used to listen to that music? Not that I used to, but I almost feel ashamed that they're as big as they are. Oh, with certain bands? With certain bands. Um, But, and so that's why I listen to the music that I listen to is because I finally felt like that's an era that we finally got out of that crap. And um, that's the stuff that's not being played on the radio because yeah. it's not accessible. Because yeah. I know there's a you guys don't like them as much as I do, but Dream Theater, they had a greatest hits album that came out. Talk like about another ten band years ago, was... but the album was called One Great Hit and the rest of our songs because the only song that ever got big that was on the radio, mm-hmm. which was really weird for the yep. '80s, yes. was Pull Me Under, and that was actually an eight minute song. Yeah, and that's why they say our one greatest hit right. and a few other songs. That's that would never happen nowadays. Yeah, it well, just that's won't. They even talk about one of their documentaries that progressive music, which mm-hmm. is what most of the stuff that you're into and what we're into, is that it's had like three stages. Where like in the '70s it was huge, yeah. and there was a part where like it was very looked down upon mm-hmm. and now it's come back up and researched yep. to where like progressive music in certain and, communities and is very looked after it's weird because most of these progressive bands that we listen to don't ever get ridiculously big to where we stop liking them um yeah they've toured with big bands there's one there's one that has for me which is periphery <clears throat> they have gotten to that point where Speaking i I mean, they've also changed a little bit to be more mainstream. Of course, they still have their cool, cool, heavy stuff, but that's about it for me. Well, yeah. Th- but the funny but thing about this conversation is like they're not even close to anywhere no, near nope, mainstream. No, 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 not <laughs> they're at all. Way well, more think, to, they're too yeah. extreme for, you know, yeah, for yeah. sure. They left the uh, Sumerian there, so. because the guy, the same guy who said, let's uh, split up between the Barry Moves last two albums, they were those same guy yeah. who said, let's split up their double album, Juggernaut. But uh, he was always, I guess there's an interview where he was always saying, like, you guys can be the next arena band. You yeah. just got to write certain things. So that will be interesting to see this next album. Yeah. It'll be their first independent album. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of music they produce without having some guy saying you should write this kind of stuff. Musically, yeah. it sounds kind of cool. I've listened to a couple of uh, their YouTube. Yeah. yeah their, it uh, sounds cool. But their preview. Until the singer starts, then it just sounds like a boy band. You're like, damn. I kind of think, and I've just been sitting here thinking, and, I, and I'm just kind of riffing, but I, I mean, yeah. I think a lot of. That's of, all I'm doing, by the way. Of what, <laughs> and, and I'm no historian. I'm just going off of what I saw living through it. And I think a lot of maybe where we are today, it just has to do with just kind of the history of the 80s and 90s. And, you know, you're talking about the 60s and 70s and how particular things were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we hit this period in the 80s and 90s with MTV. Yeah. I mean, and it, MTV changed music a lot. Oh yeah, because now it became visual as well, a visual art as well as mm-hmm. you yeah. know listening to it, and that changed a lot of things. That changed a lot, and it feels like the money that some of these bands were making. I don't know if we'll see that again. Don't nope. think so. I mean, you have the top Taylor Swifts and those that are going to always course, be yeah. there, the outliers. But you know, just these bands. You know, it was it was huge, and so. But what, it just became a big business, like huge business. Yeah. And, and then that's why I wonder if where we are today, there's no, as far as the, the marketing machine and, the, and these companies, that, the, the labels, there's no tolerance. There's no, there's no tolerance for risk anymore. 
um, you know, because of the money they can make. So let's just, we'll put this out, but there, but because of the accessibility that we have nowadays with Apple music and Spotify, we can listen to whatever the hell we want. Yep. It's easy to find more so oh, yeah. than it ever has been. And so there's always going to be a place for these bands to exist, mm -hmm. but it's not, we're not, I don't think we're going to see, you know, it was crazy. Dude, Metallica's one is an eight minute long song that yeah. was like a number one hit on MTV when it came out. Because yep. oh, well, that was, they made a music video. Yeah, you're never yeah. going to see that again. No. Like, you're never going to see a band like that or mm -hmm. what, doing that style of thing and, you know, telling that story and having a song that long and aggressive. It's yeah. an aggressive song in the yep. end. Yep. You're never going to see never that. Doesn't, happen. It doesn't Yeah, and you're not going to ever see these cultural shifts from the grunge era, the glam era to the grunge era, to the things that were yeah. accepted. We don't need it anymore. Yeah. Because that stuff can exist on its own, and you'll have to find it, and that money's not going to be there anymore. Nope, doesn't nope. matter. And yeah. so the the pop stuff that's on the radio that that has gotten to a point is is just going to stay what and it is because that's where the money, the money is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was saying is I don't think we'll ever get there, and I don't know if well, we're ever. Where going... are you trying to get though? Well, what I was trying to say is where there's unique stuff yes, in the mainstream that we have gotten to this. What I'm trying to say is basically four chord song or what I call the downfall. Of we've gotten into this. <laughs> That's what I Tell call Tell me it. more. Yeah. <laughs> we've gotten into this, and I don't know if we'll ever get out because it just keeps on raking in. But money. does it really affect you? Because you listen to that stuff anyways. No. So, but that's why I don't listen to most of the stuff that yeah. I listen to is because it's all tied to that. Side note: You talk about Metallica. Remember that one time that you were worried about sing listening to the song "Battery" around mom? Yeah, because you thought, thought that she said "masturbate." Yeah, <laughs> masturbate. Because she asked me one time if he did, and I thought it was the most awkward thing in the mom world. Mom asked you, did he say that? Yeah, she yeah. I was like, no, it's battery. It's battery. Yeah. She goes, oh, masturbate. Can yeah. I stop the masturbate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah, Frank, Frank Zappa said that the hippies destroyed the music. Really? I believe is what his quote you was. See that one lyric? Huh, I didn't know that. Don't for it. Well, don't. what he said was back before. He said, like, when the hippies kind of became, started going to college and they started working that, that era, mm -hmm. they would Which kind era, of- Which era would have been, like, 70s they would They came in and they were like, um, well, the the, cool, the kids don't like that. Like, this is what we need to give them. This is what the kids like, because they, they felt like they were more in touch. Yeah. Whereas before, it was the big record exec with a cigar in his mouth. He's like, uh, what? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, that sounds fine. Whatever, man. Put it out. Yeah. So you got an opportunity. That's what his his, his take was, mm -hmm. to see, hear some weird stuff that you never would, because the record execs had no in, no no inclination. All they saw was money. What was, yeah, they just said, yeah. yeah, throw it out. Let's see what happens. Interesting. But then the hippies came is what he says, and then and they kind of like, well, the kids don't like that. And then yeah. they kind of steered it another way. Because so. uh, they're the ones that started to work in the studio in the music yeah, industry yeah, yeah. They're like yeah they're not gonna like that yeah. that makes sense I mean that's that's, that's Frank Zappa's take but yeah, that's interesting though to well me. he was involved with the whole censoring parental advisory yeah. thing right yeah. along with the guy from Twisted Sister and he was called in I believe yeah, yeah. there's an, you can watch the interview <clears throat> yeah. it's weird um crap I was gonna say yeah so we're like what are we all cause right like I again like the thing I remember listening to the most before I left was Billy Talent but like I started to find it was weird when I came home though, because I thought I was on this different mindset of like, I would just been doing a missionary thing for two years. So I had <laughs> been away from all that stuff. I was like, I can't listen to this heavy music. It's too. Dude, it, I had a list that I wrote yeah, I down didn't. on my mission. And I went like that day. I, I had about, some like, movies I wanted I bought to about watch. 15 CDs. Like the second day I was home, I had That's to get funny. all this like Deftones. Yeah. So like I when did. I first got home, I didn't start listening to metal again until I was home for about like maybe two years, year and a half. What? Yeah. Like heavily, like when I started getting back you into protest, the boys CD out. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but some of the girls I dated, I started listening to because I was still trying to find myself of like what was I listening to. I had like Arcade Fire on my iPod. I had One Republic, that one song they did. 
it's too late to apologize. Yeah, I think that is too late to apologize <laughs> about that one, John. <laughs> anyway, I'll, but then when fire, I fire, I'll say whatever. Yeah, you know, but but when I, I discovered uh, oh one band we used to listen to, and then I tried to listen to them again when I got home was Dredge. Yeah. The, pari- the, the Pariah, the Parrot, and the Delusion yeah. came out when I got home, and then Thrice is Beggars, which is probably the last album I like. That was an excellent CD. Yeah, but um, the major minor. Nope. I got too religious for you. Yeah, way too religious. I just like, I had kind of come to the terms that I was never a big fan of Thrice because I remember going back to when you were- the Ambulance was so good. Yeah, but I remember before that. What was the one before that? Identity Crisis? Yeah. No, no, Illusion of Safety. Illusion of Safety. So I remember we had the burnt CD and I remember being in seminary early morning and like my class started after someone who was already there and I was trying to show, I was like, check this out. And I again, felt like the kid who knew what Thrice was and no one else knew. And then again- I kind of fell out of thrice before I left on my mission because, like, that's when Fihisu came out. And then when I came home, I was like, whatever. And then they got too big for me a little bit. They but never, I just got bigger after that. Their biggest with artists. artists and yeah, but they you go to their freaking concerts. They play huge that's venues. That's over from. Yeah, that's from fabulous. Our, and yeah. then you got the distinct oh, yeah. fans who only Can come you? to hear them say play Deadbolt, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think they yeah. played last night they on did. their yeah, encore. And they went to awaken and avenge the dead. But um, the band I and everyone already knows this because it's an inside joke. But the band that I felt like I far, started discovering my music again or my identity was the Deer Hunter, which when I lived. In Spencer's house, like I did already do now, but I was in, in 2009. I lived up here for the summer, and then I went home because when we were here, we saw Dredge and As Tall as Lions, and As Tall as Lions came out their last album, and then I went home, and this would have been September 2009, and I was on iTunes, and it said, suggested people also bought this album, and I saw Deer Hunters Act 3, and that's when I fell in love, and I, like... That's when I started getting more progressive. That's when I started listening to metal again with from you guys and all that stuff, but... I don't know. That's just how I started finding my identity. But now it's like a freaking inside joke. Have you ever seen that meme with that kid who's like this? He's like yeah. squeezing. Mm-hmm. I think someone made a joke about me. Because usually it's like when you go five minutes without telling yeah. your people you're vegan. Well, Chris Cape sent it to me one time. It says when John Lyon goes five minutes without telling <laughs> you about the deer really hunter. Good. That's a good one. Because <laughs> the guy actually kind of looks like me. That's funny. I, but, know, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to show Spencer yeah. in a bit. But um, I don't even know if I've listened to really new music in about... Almost two years, actually. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, of course, I listened to the new Deer Hunter. I'm sure that's recent. That's it. I'm sure that's yeah. before. Well, no, not that one. Act five. Act five was 2016. Is that two years ago? 2016. That was probably the yeah. newest thing that you I've listened to. New Tesseract? No, not yet. I, I've, so I guess what I mean, listen mm-hmm. is like, listen, listen, right? Where you like right. have it on ready for a new album. Like, every time you get in the in car, you put it on. Yeah, exactly. You put it in the work. Um, but yeah, I haven't really been in the work for any album. <laughs> kind of <laughs> looks like me. That's funny. <laughs> anyway. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube. Yeah, I know. Show them. Yeah, exactly. I don't have YouTube yet. Um, but um, crap, what was I going to say? But um, Yeah, like wh- what are you, like when it comes to new music now, I think we. I don't really go out of anything that I, I already know, like. like. I don't think it's I'm getting older. Yeah, Spencer. I mostly just get my suggestions from Spencer. And then David. nobody listens to him. Oh, I like Ghost. <laughs> just kidding. Which is funny because they're Satan worshippers. <laughs> yeah, they're not really. Not really. It's all tongue and cheek. That was a Wait. rough one for me. It took me a while to kind of like slow. Well, their newest album, Prequel. It. Yeah, it's not it's as freaking it's good. Not as I good. lied. What? Leprous. 
Oh yeah. Okay. That one I put in the work and it wasn't even hard. That was yeah, a you, great thing. Funny that thing was you wouldn't listen to that when I first showed you. See? No, no one listens yeah. to I me. I discovered that. No one listens to me. I don't think so. That was me, but Bull crap. Yeah, you remember this I sent it to you and you're like, no, well, no. this is the best thing ever. We discovered it at the same time. This is why. I sent now. it to you. No. Okay, but I heard the band. That's fine, but I'm the one who said listen to this is good. Okay. And then you're like, this is awesome. No, no, this is how I found it. So there's that guy who did the amazing documentary on VH1, the banger guy. We yeah, did the, that's how I found it. Because Dan Evolution. said it. That's exact same yeah, interview. And we I listened to that right away. I'm like, you need to listen to this. Yeah, well, the other so band was. You guys showed me when. We, yeah, and when you we said listen to the Kings of Stone Age. No, that was like two years camping after the fact. Trip? No, we found we discovered them like 2015. Yeah, oh yeah, so time. it was a camping trip that you guys first showed me. That was and their then, newest album that came out last yeah, year. And Mal- then you would listen to the congregation. That's the album we discovered. Yeah, he would listen to him. He's like, it sounds like Queens of Stone Age. I'm out. I said I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember, and I'm like, well, you're dumb. Yeah, so yeah, we that. discovered that's probably the most recent band we've discovered that we've just like they're freaking amazing. So the band's called Leprous for anyone who's listening. Their latest album is called Molina. Yeah, that's right? how I'll you also it? take that Moria, one over. I believe. No, that's no, it's, that's it's, Ghost. It's, it's, it's Mer- oh, that's right, that's yeah, Ghost. Yeah. So Molina, but we're seeing them Black Friday. I will still in Salt say Lake that City. I think that I like Molina over any of their older stuff. Congregation's the only one. I don't I can, know, dude. Their old stuff's pretty good. They're playing some of their old stuff when we go there. Good. I'm cool with that, but I think acquired taste in the valley. Yeah, Valley's good. So, um, but uh, no, and then I also the other band that Dan Briggs mentioned that I like that you didn't like because it's not too much like Mike Patton was Pain of Salvation. Yeah, I wasn't into that one. As it was much. a good album. But I didn't put in the work though. Sometimes you just got to put in work. Yeah, yeah. They have this crazy live show called B. It's all about the nature of God, but they, like they change into costumes. But the freaking they have oh, an orchestra. They have an orchestra. Yeah. Okay, no, <laughs> not like or- le- le- not legit costumes, <laughs> but like the the singer changes every time there's a new song or a new piece of music. There's an orchestra there. It's like ghost, kind of. Anyway, but uh, we're getting off on tangent here. Um, That's right. But like, yeah, the That's only music I, we really listen to is kind of what we suggest to each other, because we're not watching MTV. Because all they play is Team Mom. Well, they don't. They don't and I'm always looking for new stuff. I sent or not even that. just new. I will go. I always look at. To me, like the Apple Music is like, is like. See, I don't pay for Apple Music. The greatest invention ever. Yeah, it's one great. of my top things because. You know, I mentioned like growing up and I'd go into, I'd go into Music Plus or whatever and buy tapes and things like that and, and, and try and find new stuff all the time. But it was ex- freaking expensive and you have limited money. You're, you're a teenager. You don't have that much money. And so you can only get so much stuff. You can, there's only so much stuff you can listen to. But with this now, man, I can just – like I'll go through like phases where I'm listening to like 60s, 60s country or like just weird like stuff. like Johnny Cash. Crap. Yeah, I'll listen to like – yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll just go through phases where I'm out and check this stuff out or like 60s Bee Gees. Before they did there disco, yeah. like I'll just try whatever. It's like I'll just go through, you know, just different bands and their different eras. Uh, you know, hip hop stuff that I didn't listen to because I was more in metal. I'll go back, and so I, I mean, it's the greatest invention ever because you just have access to everything and it's cheap, so you can always be exploring. So I'm always see. I guess I'm more new. particular, yeah, because I, I like what I like, but I'll still listen to what you guys suggest. But I don't pay for Spotify or Apple Music, and I am still a guy who buys albums. But but that's more my OCD nature because I freaking yeah, took yeah, so many is. years to get my iTunes organized with the oh, album artwork man. and everything, which I think iTunes is one of the greatest inventions, at least well, for me. And so I still buy albums because I'm like, I know a lot of the money doesn't go to like the bands, but you know, whatever gets some more stuff. It and takes I'll, I'll a lot of order like big like here's the new order, album with like the shirt and stuff like that. Yeah, like I, I do a lot of that stuff. It, still. it takes a lot of effort. I, I feel like, and but it's so gratifying. Oh, so much gratification. Is that a word? Yeah, it's very gratifying when you find 
you know how it is. When you find an album that just like changes your day or changes yep. that when you're like, this is amazing stuff. And so, yeah, you got to, you got to go through a lot of crap and like yeah. try new things and like put in work. But to me, it's worth it. And so that's why. I, I know. Like it's... I hope sometimes like when I suggest bands to you guys that I find on Spotify every once in a while, like when I ever do search for new music, cause I hear like, Oh, this band's touring with this yeah. band or like, I'm always like, Oh, this could be the next band that we all like. And then it ends up being like crap. That's all right. You got to remember. I sent you guys that one band. I Arch, even... Arch, Arch Echo. Yeah, that's it. And Arch Echo, the instrumental. Oh, yeah. The funny thing is, is that I don't listen to like two songs, and I'm like, oh, they might enjoy this more than me. Like, I, I don't even really. Yeah, so I listened like, like one time. I, I fell upon it, and I was like, or stumbled upon it, and I was like, I think they they might enjoy it. Sure. I figured most of the time you guys don't listen to what I suggest, but well, I didn't listen to Ghost for a while. Yeah. It depends. And then, uh, I I still can't that's get right. into Ghost's older stuff. Remember when I told you to listen to that band called Protest the Hero? It's pretty good. Uh, Jared told me. No, yeah, it, was it was Jared. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Jared had it first because he got it from, from his John, friend. Yeah, and they gave it to me, and they're like, "It's okay." They told me it's okay. Well, I just remember listening I listened to it, to it and I was house. like, "This is Kaziah in yeah. 2005." I remember listening to it at his house. He they he put on he gave it to me and said it was like it's okay. That's what he said. But it's all right. You well, might like it. Where were you at, at this time though? Like 2005. Where were you living? I think I was living with mom and dad. Was that when mm. you were, when did you get married? Oh, it was that, 2005. Oh, was when no, it came right, out. Then I must have lived in the store. I'm wondering because I I hung out with them all. the anyway, time. Anyway, but yeah, but. I was the one that was evangel. I was the you, one saying, yeah, you, "You guys need yeah. to listen to this. It's freaking good." Yeah, and see, that was even, right. even Jared wasn't into it that much at that time. He was just like, "They were like, it's a, they told me it's okay." And I'm like, "All right, I'll listen to it." And I'm like, "This is freaking good. What are you talking about?" Oh, that was like a year or two before I left. So again, that's like the phase where like I listen to what you guys listen to, or if I was in the car with you, we'd listen to it. But I didn't go seeking for it myself because yeah. I didn't. I have a question. Yeah. What if you heard Sixth instead, though? I wonder if you would... Sixth, if anyone doesn't know, it's from England, but it's spelled S-I-K-T-H. That's why it sounds like we're having a lisp when we but say it. <laughs> it um, because they came out before. 2003, yeah. And I wonder if you would have thought the same thing, because it was... That's, I remember when I first heard the I had a taste a for it. Bit, I would have been fine with it, but it was a little out there. It was a little out. It was pretty I actually liked me. a lot I actually of the laughed punk, a lot. I liked a lot of the punk influence of Protest the Hero. Though. Yeah. So that, for me, it, me it put yeah. together like punk with these metal, crazy metal riffs. Yep. And, you know, so there was something that was very unique. And yeah. It was kind of a big deal. But So the last topic I wanted to talk about, because um, we've talked about multiple times, but I think it'd be fun to record it. I don't it. think anyone's going to want to listen to this. Ah, you know, you never know. <laughs> no, because I'm going to preface that they should go uh, back and before they listen to this uh, episode, okay. they should go listen to stuff that they never listened to anymore and maybe they'll get something out of it. But this, someone will get, some people will get something out of this topic. Like, should have put it first. Yeah, whatever. Um... The, only the dedicated fans of my podcast will uh, get to the okay. very end. Just cut it. <laughs> uh, so when it comes to sharing music, so I've had my bad experience. I will tell my experience. Sharing music. Saying like, hey, you should check out this band. Okay. Because you just threw out that meme the other day. What was it? Is that the guy sad face? And the guy was like, when someone starts talking in the yeah, middle of you sharing a song with them. Oh, yeah. But that's more <laughs> of my own music. Oh, yeah. Because David Cause writes his own the, music. That is, I think, the most rude thing. <laughs> In the world. Like, I just spent two years on this. You want to see what I have come up with? And they're always like, they sound super excited. Well, they're like, dude, I want to hear your music. And you're like, all right, yeah, sure, cool. 30 seconds in. 30 seconds in, they turn it down. Like, hey, so the other day when you were like, (laughs) are you freaking kidding me? You need to devote your, your time to this. I mean, it is a six-minute-long song, so yeah. I do apologize. No, it's uh, – I still – because I, I am a natural uh, salesman, but not a salesman mm. of like 
of things that we passionate about. Yeah, like yeah. I will tell, I will sell somebody on iTunes uh-huh. on how to organize your music. I will go all up in that. You, evan- Basi- you evangelize. Basically of like things I'm passionate about. I think a lot of people are like that, but I am more so than other people. But like when I discovered Deer Hunter, I was like, everyone's got to hear about this band. And I've had some bad experiences with people that they felt I talked about the band too much. I have gotten better over the last, I'd say, two or so years where I tried to... And there's a, there's an inside joke on the Deer Hunter subreddit on Reddit and also the Facebook group that like people have to hold in their excitement when people are like, hey, you heard this band called Deer Hunter? Because you don't want to like scare people off that yeah. you already know about the band and how excited you are. And so I've had to kind of restrain myself when I suggest bands and, and just realize that Obviously, we all know that just like color, like your favorite colors or favorite soda, music is super subjective, but it's just amazing when people like dig what you dig and like mm-hmm. when you share a band with them, but it's hard not to like, because you talk about how it's like your own personal identity. It's almost like when they don't like it, it's almost like they don't like you. <laughs> I think it used to be like that. I mean, for me, because I was the same way and I, I mean, this isn't just been with music, but just in life in general. I've had to learn that there's a lot of things that are subjective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I used to believe when I was like, you know, 16 that everybody else wanted to hear Pantera. Like, you got to hear this, man. Yeah. Like, but. They're like, no, what? Yeah, exactly. It's too heavy like, for me. They don't want to hear it. And yeah. and be, it's because of, I mean, it's subjective. And because of the things that you're hearing and you're feeling and the emotion that you're you're hearing and you're, you're, whatever it is, you kind of assume that when you share that, that especially someone's going to feel the same especially thing. Especially if it's in the same genre that your friend listens to or something like right, that. Right. But I've had to kind of realize that like, I don't, I can share this with you, but I don't know what you're going to feel. And I can't assume that it's going to be the same thing that I'm yeah. feeling. Cause that's yeah. just the truth of it. So even though it may be a band that you really, that we all like the same genre, you just might not be feeling what I'm feeling. And, and it's, so it's such a personal thing. So I had to learn how, <clears throat> I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about like recently learn, like yeah. it took me like life to realize <laughs> yeah. that like, it's just, it's, I mean, it's not offensive if someone doesn't like it and it's not, if someone doesn't want to put in the effort, then it's fine. And then they're not going to feel what I feel. So they're all just, I can kind of do, freaking missing out. all I can kind of do is say like, dude, this is what I listen to. And th- I felt this, see what you, see what you think is kind of what I do. Or I'll, 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 sometimes I'll share things where I'll say, okay, check this song out, but I, but go, but do it like alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, li- don't put it in your car while you're driving. Like, I, want I actually to love listening to music in my car yeah. while I'm driving. That's fine. But some people don't. Like, they get distracted. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like... Getting car accidents. Like, I remember I was trying to tell, like... <clears throat> like, there are just certain things where you're, you, you gotta... You're hoping they're gonna get things out. This is yeah. gonna, this is like a random one. But I remember when that... <clears throat> there's that that singer, Aurora, saying that David Bowie cover on Howard Stern. It's freaking mm-hmm. amazing because it was live. It was like that eerie sound. Yeah, and like I try to tell then? people, like, listen to this, but I want you to go in your room and chill... And just listen and, and they experience sound, the whole thing. Probably nobody ever did. And probably no one like, probably ever felt like what I felt. right now when you're telling me to go do that. listen to it. Yeah, but. exactly. But that's what I think that's going to give them the chance to feel the most of well, what I was feeling and maybe experience it. But that's why people still like vinyl. Not because every, they yeah. have to go in a room exactly. and sit in a record player yeah. and just soak in the music. Yeah. and But I don't think that that's not maybe necessarily normal. And that's what I did when I got home from school. I would just go sit my with my face in my big speakers and just listen. Yeah, and I whatever. Used to do that. Yeah, when I, mean, I, was... I used to listen. I remember falling asleep to music because yeah, I, I was like, I gotta listen to this album. Yeah. And like, unless it was like I was listening to Morbid Angel once, and I felt weird, and I threw it under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pitch black. It scared the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> but I saw shapes on my wall. I remember I, you've done this before, but you had a lot harder time with tapes. But I remember I, when I would take a poo. Like, oh, I gotta no, get the CD. I was. The same. I, I'd be able to change it to the track. I wanted the play. certain song when I was gonna. 
you know, scr- so squat a growler. And but I had like the Walkman when it only had fast forward. Yeah. So you had to like flip the tape over to rewind it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're doing the dance. You're pitching like, it. Oh. <laughs> I tell people this, like, I'm actually crazy. Yeah. But that's just what yeah. I, I used to do that when I had a CD. Like, oh, I put the Deftones in and put the. Yeah. Um, I would do air drums on the t- on the toilet, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's tough like sharing music with people because they're just not really, going to get. I don't know. I. I kind of stopped doing that as well. I still do it sometimes with like Ingrid. Well, I do it because I hope that you'll get value out of yeah. it like I do. And that's it. But if you don't, then that's your prerogative. Go for it. Yeah. But yeah. I just share, I'll share things like, like, man, this one touched me in a certain way. Or like this one I, I like. She said, you know, yeah. well, <laughs> you know what I mean? so I'm kind of a dick about or, it though. What do because you mean? Because I don't really do it too much anymore. I, you know, I actually normally drive in silence, but like <laughs> if, what the hell? yeah, I know. <laughs> That's but, the conference talks. Oh, there you go. <laughs> You're driving um, silence. Yeah. Um, but You're if it's like a person that I know does not like my music at all, like not mine, but like the music I listen to at all, I I do that sometimes. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on just to be a dick. So because I, was, I know the music that they like. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's the crap on you know the radio, like Taylor Swift. So or just I was at music. my friend's birthday party a few months ago, and she was having it at uh, our friend's house, and they have a speaker system in their basement, so you can hear listen to music. So she's my, well, she's like 29, and she, one of her favorite bands when she was a teenager was, uh, what, Fall Boy was one of them. What was the other one? Good Charlotte. Oh, she freaking loved Good Charlotte. Day at work, it's horrible. So they were really? playing it. Well, Good Charlotte's funny because they Awful. were that band that like looked freaking hard with it all tatted up, but yeah, they sang about the dumbest pop. crap. Yeah, yeah they had small yeah. penises. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. The, the, what was the I've other band that seen. came around the same time? It was uh, Simple Plan. Oh, that awful. one song, I'm Addict. Yeah. I'm Addicted to You. Yeah. Ugh. Carrie has some ones you should be embarrassed of. Like System of a Down? Yeah. It's bad. We should have harmonized that. Their first two two albums are fine. And then they got weird. Dude. No, Carrie, remember she had all those weird CDs? Like, she had like Simple Plan and and all that. Uh, Sum 41? She had some horrible stuff, and I was like, that's. I listened to Sum 41 when I was younger. Does, yeah, doesn't look like two people tell me now that my music sounds like System of a Down. (laughs) So here's the weird part. You better quit music. (laughs) No, here's the weird part, and I, I had to wonder why. And it's because if you don't really know that kind of music, really, and the first who's the yeah, first yeah. fast, like kind of crazy sounding, yeah. you're gonna go to System of a Down if that's all you know. Yeah. In, as far as metal goes. So yeah, because that's was, more metal that was a little extreme on the hinges when Fuse yeah. and MTV around, but like it was still accessible because yep. it got on MTV and Fuse. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were we talking about though? Um, Just sharing music. So. Yeah, sharing music. Oh, no, no. So she listens to Good Charlotte. And then there's these other guys who are also going to church like I am, but they're more like straight-laced. And I was like, check out this. And the new Between the Buried Me just oh, come dude. out. Oh, man. <laughs> no one's going to like that. No, their newest album is a little no more toned down. No one is going to like it. I know, but I like, yeah. the, I like, the, sh- I like the shock value. Yeah. I like yeah. watching their faces. No, I like, because like, uh, people like, what do you listen to? I'd be like, Black Dolly Murder? No, let's check it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did that with- uh, That's exactly what it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> Afterwards, Paige, when she's on the podcast last, she's like, oh, what's that? Because she saw the Between the Buried Me uh, poster. I was like, oh, let me show you. Yeah. But I like yeah. to. I also like to show Between the Buried Me because they have very soft music. Yeah. So I actually use it in one of my lessons about perspective. Um, and at school, I showed them without telling what the band was, or it was the same album or even the same band. I played the first song on their Parallax album that's like yeah. s- acoustic. And then I played Lay Your Ghost to Rest, yeah. which yeah. is like two songs later. And I was like, what if I were to tell you that that's the exact same band? And people were like, what? And so I like that shock value. Oh, yeah. And like um, my brother-in-law was like, oh, what uh, would you go to California for back in April? I was like, oh, I went and saw a protest here. He was like, oh, what do they sound like? I was like, let me show you. And I put on Sequoia Throne. He's like, oh, that's some crazy stuff. Yeah. So Who's I think there's like uh, Mike Barnes. 
Jessica's bro- brother-in-law. Oh, are we guys my brother-in-law by yeah, marriage? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I was, I got you. Okay. So I, 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 knowing that we all listen to kind of edgier, like crazy progressive music that's not accessible, I there's a little bit of like, would you call it devil's advocate? No. Yeah, no. yeah. It's because it's funny when people are like, what's Black Dolly Murder like? And I'm like, well, it's yeah, probably the most extreme music that exists today. Yeah, but it's I mean, also it's, it, if I can generalize somehow, yeah, like, it doesn't get heavier than that. It yeah, does, just doesn't. No. I also like seeing the disconnect. This is why I use between the Barry me and my my lesson about perspective because people, the general public is like, Oh, metalheads, y'all have long hair. You wear all black and camel pants. They but then I showed him a picture. You can't I showed him a picture of the singer between the barrier. I mean, that's when he had short, nice hair and like, he's all clean shaven oh, and nice. stuff like that. So it's like, I like seeing the shock value in people's face that first off, that's crazy music. And the fact that you listen to that, because I don't look like the stereotypical, but I think that's the progressive music. If you go to a Between the Barrier Me concert, you're going to see more nerds walking around than actual like oh, of course. people. Like, what do you call them, Dave? People in long hair and camel pants? Camel pants, <laughs> shirts you can't read the, the logo. Oh, because it's like the, the crazy death, like the death, death metal, yeah. death metal stuff. Death metal yeah. um, but anyway, so yeah, sharing music's been tough. I've had to restrain myself and realize that if people really want to know what I'm listening to, I'll share it. And uh, what the, the nice thing, though, I will say about Apple Music or Spotify, I think Spotify does it, is, hey, check out this band check out their top five. Because I feel yeah. like their top five, if people don't get through all five songs, they at least listen to two or three. There's obviously a reason why those songs are on the top five. Because when I play music for people like in their house, I always feel the pressure that they're not going to like it as much and they're not going to want to sit for three or four minutes. So I find myself naturally like, oh, let me, let me skip to this part. Let me skip to this part because I don't see that they're interested ever, in it. I so I skip to the chorus like, to get people like, this is what you're listening for. The only time I show people is actually in the car. because I'll do it with Inger when she's because cutting they're my locked hair. in there. They're, they're well, Ingrid's in. cutting my hair, yeah. and so she's locked yeah. in. So I was like, "Here, check this out. I'll, I'll Bluetooth her her Beats yeah. pill, and I'll play Ghost or something." Objective haircut. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you one thing that makes me a little mad is that when I try to show people like the bands that influence the bands, nobody wants to <gasps> have anything to do. I with do it. that too. Because I do that to you. you guys, and you won't listen to like the Pixies. Well, and stuff. that's because you freaking when we go on road trips. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I texted this David. This is what you need to listen to. I was like, "No, you were we were in the gas station." <laughs> <laughs> and David Spencer goes in because he has to go. The, he has to go to the bathroom every freaking five minutes. No, now. I have a philosophy in life, and I follow it. <laughs> yeah, what's your philosophy? Never pass up a chance to use a restroom. Yeah, because you never know. Yeah, there's, you never know. There's a lot on the way to California. <laughs> so when you were well, in the that, bathroom, yeah. I was like, I like how every time we're on a road trip with Spencer, it's never listening just to music or on shuffles. It's it's a history lesson about music. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't mind. I don't this, mind it because Spencer's always the DJ yeah. in the front seat. No, well, it's good to know. See, I'll I, do that with bands too. I don't mind too. it, but and I, I, it's not that I don't listen to you about it. It's just more of it doesn't mean it was good. It is good. David doesn't like Metallica or some of those old original metal bands that were like Trailblazers. No, but. which I don't necessarily listen to them either. But I appreciate what they did. Yeah, I can I can appreciate. I'll but. do that too. I think I, I got that from you. Like where Avenged Sevenfold was really big. I'd show Ingrid Pantera. She's like meh. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, Avenged Sevenfold, when their lights went out, I remember reading this in the newspaper when I was a teenager, their lights, the power went out during their concert, and when it came back on to get the crowd pumped, they played Walk yeah. from yeah. freaking Pantera. Yeah. They're just huge. And one of their songs, Betrayed, was about yeah, Dimebag was... Daryl, who, yeah, 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 yeah. who got a shot on stage. But anyway. See, but I appreciate a lot of things that I don't really like. I'm like, uh, uh, oh, I, uh, one thing I could say, and one last thing is about appreciating music, but I don't care to listen to is Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, for sure. I can, yeah, I, that's I, one. I appreciate what they did for music. I don't like them. Yeah. Oh, they have songs here and there that are good. They have so many different phases. Yeah, they have. You could say. Well, they have a pop phase that yeah. got really mm-hmm. big. And then they yeah, have. I've tried. They're, they're one that I've tried mm-hmm. to really get into because of that, I guess, appreciation factor. It just hasn't, as far as the old bands go, that I just can't. 
Queen's another one for me that I mean I, I like some of their songs, but a lot of it to me is a little bit too whimsical. I would say. Um, song called Crazy is good. I, I don't. Yeah, I've heard that one. Riff. Of course, yeah, I've heard that one. But uh, um, I, for Flash, sounds, Flash for, Gordon, not so much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of it sounds like a High School Musical to me. Yeah. Well, um, the thing is with bands like that where I can't get into them, but like I have their music is. I can almost call almost every band like that. I have just their greatest hits album. Because I can uh, like, oh, listen to that. Like I have Queen's greatest hits. I have yeah. the Police greatest hits. I have Police the Beatles great. greatest hits. But I don't like dive into that stuff. Yeah. But anyway. You don't need that. Now you have Apple, t- Apple Music. It's true. Yeah, well, I don't Beatles. pay for Apple Music. Well, you probably should. Yeah. Have you guys ever been on a long car ride and somebody plays just the the worst of the worst radio music and up like bumping no. it usually when you're with girls like I used yeah. to roach up with a bunch of friends Whoa. before we were all married no like not just me and girls but someone's like I put on Katy Perry and I'm like yeah. please gosh no yeah, like don't do this to me Katy Perry to Lady Gaga and you're in the very back of the car the, so you can't yeah. even touch the and like it's it's bad. Well, let me tell you like, what's worse than I that. I get super frustrated. Like I get heated. When you go, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. and, like I'm about to explode back like, here. Like that picture of the guy. Yes. <laughs> like the worst part is when you go with some guys that kind of think they're edgy and they put on something that's horrible. Oh no! Oh, and they put that, on like Nickelback. I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine that. That's that would, bad. That I've done that bad. before. You go like a cabbage with someone. And this, what you listen like, to, listen to is this. Too much, probably. Yeah, listen to this, and they're and it's like, oh man, Oof, this is bad. Yeah. But like, what stuff? I don't know. I'm just thinking like Lincoln Park or like yeah, something like that where it's like kind of edgy, but it's really not yeah oh yeah that's like our old like the the last thing i will say i say this all the time last thing whatever uh it's very frustrating when you your friends listen to bands but they only listen to the album that was popular but they have no idea or haven't even put in the effort to listen to like the three or four albums before that were probably better one example i can always think of is i don't listen to that much anymore anyways but afi so they got huge with singing. Yeah, but they were so different before. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sing the sorrow. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that, that song. That's the, another the, one the I should listen to. That yeah. was like one. That, that was like my all-time favorite. That's when you used to wear eyeliner. <laughs> Guyliner. Yeah. But, yeah. but like, no one listens to like no anyone who loves sing the sorrow. Like, they don't listen to like the other, art of the drowning and yeah, how many people. Those are very different. Yeah. But that's the same thing as I'm saying. That's like me being like, oh, you, you like this band? You should check this out. Or people who love Red Hot Chili Peppers, but they have no idea who Faith No More is. Who the hell loves Red Hot Chili Peppers? I don't know. Because they love (laughs) Flea, the bass player. not good music. Yeah. That was like... They have some good stuff. Weird. But it's also like with Thrice, like you go to those shows and those people who like are there to see the hits off ours and the ambulance, but anything after that, they're like tapped out. It's fair. It's annoying. Well, Thrice is a tough one because they evolve so much, so it's very rare that you're going to like all of it. Yeah. You guys have that one friend that... Um, is not really into music, but then when you show them like your favorite music, they they're like liking it for the time, and then they try to like, oh, this sounds like this and this, and then yeah, it's like right. sounds nothing like that. And oh, you're, like, you're but, like you really don't listen. I to listen to like two of those songs. Like this really sounds like this band. Yeah, and you're like, like I just say yeah, That's just offensive. like yeah. Meant, I think I showed Deer Hunter to someone one time. They're like, oh, it sounds like Muse, and I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Because I don't want to say no yeah, to like you go. Yeah, I get, I get, I get where you can. Yeah, because you want to like get yeah. them to keep liking the band. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Not really, but I won't say it. But I guess that goes back to these people are probably don't listen to that genre, and so they try to grasp for that close. Well, yeah, because progressive music that listen to the, the I'd say the definition of progressive music is that they don't stick to one genre in the same album, and sometimes they don't stick to the same genre even within the same song. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, do you have anything else to add to us? Been pretty fun. 
Well, well, I mean, I could probably keep talking. Yeah, I could. Probably, could. I don't think anybody wants to hear. Yeah. I think Eric Melville does. Shout out to Eric Melville. Every single Boom. time you're on the podcast, Spencer, he's like, duh, when Spencer's on the podcast. So, well, anyway. But uh, this has been episode 55 of the John Lyon podcast. Dave and Spencer have been on. Yep. Drinking some, some Coke Zero. But Mine, uh, yeah. spiked. Yours is spiked? No, I'm just joking. Oh. I was like, what, did you put Monster in it? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'll put in the intro, but yeah, check out some of your old bands that you used to listen to or old, maybe not even bands. Maybe you're into like Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears before she shaved her head and went crazy. People are still into that. Or Cher. Jessica's really into Celine Dion, which is very disappointing. I will take Celine Dion, actually. She writes oh, some yeah, of the she's best freaking... melodies. Yeah, she's actually, good. Like, oh. really... I'm guessing she doesn't write them. Yeah. You don't think she writes them? No, I don't. Oh, last I weird don't. fun fact that baffled the hell out of me. I can see that. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Was freaking finding I've out. Just when never done I got to go to a concert for free from work, and it was Shania Twain, which, mm-hmm. by the way, she's very attractive for her age still. It weirded me out that she blew up in a country scene country which you think yeah. united states of america in the 90s and she's freaking canadian what about keith urban oh he's australian that's a little different I, I fell off on that but it's just weird that i didn't notice until years later that shania twain's canadian and she got big off of her country her husband who yeah. her husband was oh is that what it was so I feel like a woman dude seriously though Celine that's Dion. a different meaning nowadays in 2018 oh it is <laughs> <Okay>. yeah <laughs> um so Celine Dion though her melodies speak to me, so it's weird. Uh, every time I sit down to play at the piano, I you always cry. Just go. Nope, I always go and I go to a certain key uh, that I play in. And I remember just sitting down one time. My my uh, good buddy said, "That is some of the cheesiest crap I've ever heard." And I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know why I do this. Every time I sit down on the piano, I always play this you know same key and the same same stuff." And goes, "Yeah, it's like that weird cheesy cheesy key that you play." And I don't know what that is. I'm like, "I don't know, but I like it every time though." And then I listened to Celine Dion recently. I'm like, that's what it is. There it is. <laughs> that's like the same exact notes. It's the same exact key. Like for a lot of her songs, I'm like, I like Celine Dion. There it is. Mm. Well, yeah, share music with people. Don't get offended if they don't like it. Or get offended. Or you can get offended if you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go check out some new bands. Check out Leprous. They're from, where are they from? Norway. Yeah. yeah. And check out the Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. And check and- out my band. <laughs> What's your band, Dave? Chronicles. Chronicles. There I still go. think you should have called him Circadian, dude. Mm. That sounds so much more catchy. It's the 24-hour cycle of time. It is true, but Chronicles. Well, when is your album coming out? Um, probably. Technically, two. don't you have two albums in underway? No. Yes, because you have one that's farther along because the people you're working with is a lot easier than the guy who was mixing your last album. No, no, no. Those are just one-off songs. Oh. We're not making an album. Oh. So I have an, another song coming out within a month, and then the album should be dropping in about... Two months, let's say. Two Where's months. it going to be dropping at? iTunes, Spotify, your main. Well, there um, you go. Chronicles. Chronicles. Um, Boom. Yeah, so anyways, episode 55. Thanks for coming, guys. And Thank that right there, if we were to keep talking, it'd be an hour and 30 minutes. There but we'll go. cut it out an hour and 29. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>